Hello, and welcome to the Say More podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Whalen. And today I'm very, very excited to dive into something that I absolutely love talking about. This is something that I've realized I have a, a natural strength or gift with. And I asked y'all what you wanted to hear on the podcast this week, and this one went out. So today we are diving into how you can identify, how you can figure out what you really want. And I'd be remiss if I didn't draw the connection between this conversation, today's episode, and my upcoming group program, Shoot Your Shot, which is a five-week group course where we will gather together over the course of five weeks to get really, really clear on what we want and how we're going to get it. And then we will take consistent, strategic, intuitively aligned and inspired action and implement all the magic, all the woo along the way to go after and get what you want. So enrollment is currently open for that. Doors close on the day of our opening ceremony, which is going to be Thursday, June 29th. So if you're listening to this before then, you can get in the link with more details and to register is in the show notes. So get on in there. I think this this conversation today, this episode is really going to rev your engine, get you fired up and ready to get clear on what you want and then get it. Okay. So I also have to say, you're going to want your notebook and, and pen out, okay? You're going to want to be taking notes today. So if you're listening to this on your hawker walk or while you're doing the dishes or while you're in the shower, amazing. Um, feel free to take notes app notes, but then also this may just be an episode that you want to come back to because I'm going to offer up some reflection questions. Maybe these are journal prompts for you to riff on in your journal. Um of course, these are the kinds of questions that I support my clients in asking um, when they are in a, f- a phase, a period of knowing that there's more that they want or knowing that maybe what they think they want or what they've been after isn't actually aligned for them and kind of getting clear on, okay, but what is the real desire here? So let's dive in. Uh, so I I feel like when I first started understanding my own manifestation process when I first started doing intuitive and energetic work more intentionally, this is a question that would trip me up. I felt like there were some things that I knew I wanted, but when it came to setting an income goal or setting a goal in general in my business or just kind of what I was saying before of knowing that like the thing I was currently moving towards was not actually the thing, but figuring out what the thing that I wanted was, that identification process, I'm like, but how do I know? And now after about three years of practicing this like finger on the pulse of my sacral, I'm a generator. So a lot of my desires come from a sacral, a gut pull, like pulling me towards something, which we'll talk more about how you can work with your human design to identify what you want. But so now after years, these are questions that I still come back to from time to time. But I do think that I have a much more integrated understanding of what it means for me to identify a desire. That's really what we're talking about here. We are identifying the desires that we really want so that we can open ourselves up to those things and get them. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of water because I'm already on my soapbox. We love it. 
Okay. So my first piece of advice, the first kind of recommendation or tip that I would have for you is to start with what you know. So what do you know that you want? And I think when it's when it comes to like what we want in business, it can be really helpful to look at what we want in our life, what we want our life to look and feel like. So you may not know what clients you want to work with. You may not know what offer you want to launch next. You may not know whether you want to start hiring a team or, you know, there, there are things that you won't know because we don't always know everything. (laughs) Newsflash. But when we can look to what we do know we want, and, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, like looking outside of business for inspiration or for clarity is such a great way to get that clarity inside your business. So what do you know that you want? Maybe I don't know something as it relates to you know, my business or what I'm launching next or how I want to show up online. I know that I want my days to be more spacious. I know that I don't want to be, I don't want to wake up in the morning and check my calendar and I have a day full of events with like very little white space. So maybe that means that I actually want less client calls on my calendar. So that's an example of how this might show up, but start with what you do know and see what comes up and see if you can kind of extrapolate from there to get clear on, okay, what other pieces are are a part of this picture? So the next thing is look to your human design for insight, intel, um, into kind of coming to understand how you know when something is right for you or not. not. Not that there's like a right answer, but when something is right for you. So we can look to our signatures, our energy signatures and not self themes of the different energy types. So quick, quick, quick overview. If you're not familiar with human design, it is a system that kind of adds meaning to, adds context to your energy and how your energy is designed to exist and move throughout the world. So there are five energy types. Um, I am not the human design expert. I am looking to have a human design expert on the podcast because this is something that has just been coming up more and more and more for not only me, but also my clients. But I'll kind of give you a, a super highlight level overview of the different energy types and signatures, which are kind of your telltale signs, your telltale feeling that you are in alignment, that you are living by your design, by your strategy, your human design types strategy, as well as your authority, um, which is another kind of core element of your human design, which we won't dive into in this episode. But so for generators, your signature, meaning kind of like green light, green light, is a feeling of satisfaction. It's just this Mm, yep, that's right. That just feels right. It feels like buzzy. It's the thing that lights you up. You couldn't stop yourself from doing it if you tried. This is where your sacral motor gets turned on. So looking for feelings of satisfaction. And then you're not self-themed, meaning this is a kind of telltale sign that you may be out of alignment with what is really for you. This feeling is frustration. So we can see kind of the the connection between these two sensations or these two feelings of satisfaction, this being, mm, yes, ooh, this just feels good. I feel so full and satisfied to a feeling of frustration, which to me is like, 
uh, it's like all the other guttural generator sounds. Um, so we can look to what what things, what experiences, what elements of our life, business ecosystem create these feelings of either satisfaction or frustration to kind of look at how we want to adjust the levers, adjust the dials to get closer to things that make us feel satisfied and further away from things that create that feeling of frustration. So for manigens, manifesting generators, it's going to be similar. You're also going to have this feeling of satisfaction, like, mm, I just feel so full. This is, you know, this feels satisfying. This feels fulfilling to me. And then you'll also have these feelings of frustration as your not self-theme. But since you have that manifester energy woven into your design, you're also going to be feeling anger. Like, I'm frustrated that this is not it. And I'm like pissed about it. <laughs> so kind of looking to those feelings for insight and intel into, yeah, what feels like it's for you and what's not. So then if you're a projector, your signature is success. So you just feel like you're winning. It's like you're on top of the world. You're like, yep, I'm doing this right. I know it. This feels like my definition of success. And then your not self theme is going to be bitterness or resentment. So when you find yourself feeling like kind of salty, that is a sign that you are putting energy into something that is not actually for you. And that is going to take you further and further away from those feelings of success. I am succeeding. I am winning. I am doing this. What is, I'm doing what is right for me. And this feels right to me. So then for our manifestors, your signature is going to be peace. This feeling of, I am at peace with my, my life, my life ecosystem, the world around me. I feel at peace in my system because the things, the moving pieces of your life are creating those feelings. So the more peace you feel, the better. And on the flip side of that, your not self-theme is going to be anger. And I think there is something so sacred about anger and rage and even this, you know, bitterness, frustration. I think there's something really sacred and beautiful and divine about these perhaps more shadowy qualities and and these not self themes because they can teach us so much like if you if you are a manifester and you find yourself angry a lot of the time you know we can't get into all the nuances of that but maybe there is something that wants to be witnessed by you so that you can shift it so that you can kind of like readjust the balance of having less anger and more peace in your life so that might be something that you can kind of follow to get some clarity around this and then for our reflectors, last but certainly not least, your signature is surprise. And this, I will be perfectly transparent, this is not, like I said, I'm not an expert and I am probably least familiar with reflector energy. So if you're listening to this and you're a reflector and you want to add some clarity, some insight to whatever I'm about to say, or if you want to say, actually, that's not it, it feels more like this, I'm so open to that. Please DM me at Audrey Whaling Creative. Um... I want to talk about what this feels like for you. But so your signature is surprise and your not self theme is disappointment. So to me, surprise means this feeling of novelty or life just keeps surprising and delighting you. Maybe this is synchronicities or these like universal winks that you're on the right path. And then your not self theme is disappointment. So if you find yourself feeling let down or disappointed or underwhelmed, Maybe that has something to teach you about what you've been doing or how you've been spending your time or how you've been exerting your energy. And maybe there's an opportunity to shift something here. 
So there's your little crash course on human design signatures and not self themes. That can be an excellent way to gain clarity about what you want. Okay. So another question that I have moving on, this would be kind of tip item thing number three, looking to what you don't want, as we all know, is a powerful way to get clear on what you do. It's like in dating, you need to know what you don't want, what you won't settle for, what you absolutely will not allow just as much as you need to know the things you do. And sometimes you may be in a season where you're just gathering a lot of info and evidence of things you don't want. And that can be frustrating, but we can't discount the value of that in getting clearer and closer to what it is we do want. Okay, tip number four, getting clear on what the feeling is that you are after. I think about this with like setting a money goal, a financial goal. I'm actually, so this is another thing that we're not going to get a chance to dive too much into, but I'm a specific manifester in human design, which is the bottom right arrow of my chart is pointing to the left. And so for me, when I'm manifesting, when I'm kind of calling in the vision of what I want, I do typically get a good bit of detail in that vision, whether it comes to me, you know, through all of my different intuitive senses. So I just have this knowing that this is what I want, but it's maybe a specific number or it's a range. But I think especially when you feel like maybe those specifics aren't coming to you or maybe they don't come to you as naturally, maybe you're a non-specific manifester in human design, we can look to what the feeling is that we're after because that can also get us really clear on, are we wanting something because we think it's the thing we should want, whether it's a next you know, iteration or, or level or accomplishment in our business? versus what we actually want. Because a lot of the time we think we want one thing, but when we get clear on the feeling that we want, that thing that we think we want isn't actually going to create that feeling for us. So for me, back to kind of like setting a money goal, maybe I don't know exactly what the number is that I want to call in this month, but I do know that I just want to feel like I have more than enough. I want to feel overflow. I want to feel like there is so much space in my bank account in just like the way I think about money. I want to feel so supported by money. I want to feel at ease. I want to feel secure. I want to feel calm and clear and like ugh, opulence. You know, that's the feeling that I'm after. So if I know that, then I can look to okay, well, if I want to feel more than enough, I want to feel, and this is a whole other conversation about creating those feelings of security and safety and more than enough in our bodies with ourselves and not looking for external things like how much money you made this month to give you that feeling. But if that's the feeling I'm, I'm wanting with the, a desire, then I can say, okay, well then what are my expenses now or what are my anticipated expenses or what other expenses do I want to have? Meaning I want to get a massage every month. I want to hire my coach again. I want to outsource someone to edit this podcast. What are all the things that I know that I want? And then what is, you know, what do those add up to? And then if I want to feel a feeling of overflow, of more than enough, of plenty of like rich abundance, that I'm going to multiply that number by 10 you know, and kind of play around with that. So yeah, following the feeling that you're after to get clear on what it is you want. Another one that I think, so this would be number five. 
I think, are we losing count, is people don't talk about this enough, following your envy or your jealousy. Who, what, what things, what experiences, what people, what creates a feeling for you of envy or jealousy or judgment even. I think a lot of times if someone's behavior triggers us, or, or maybe less behavior, but if the way someone is showing up or living their life, whether it's they're flaunting how many clients they assign this month, they're hyping up their clients, you know, I'm talking about like business things, but it could be someone just having a certain level of, I don't know, like, look at me, I'm winning. And we may feel a like, why doesn't she just like sit down? And like, I just, or maybe we we feel frustrated because we feel like they have something that we want. This is this what I'm getting at is a lot of times when we're jealous about something or of someone or envious, it's because there's a part of us that really wants that and we're not letting ourselves want it. So if you see someone doing something and you're like, I don't know why she has to just be so extra about da 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 da, maybe it's because you actually want to be extra about wanting or having that thing. So this is one that requires like the most self-compassion. We don't have to judge ourselves for feeling jealous, practicing kind of detachment and distilling down, okay, jealousy, what's underneath of this? Is it a desire that I'm not allowing myself to have? Is it an experience that I'm not allowing myself to want? Is it the way that she is showing up is actually deeply triggering for me because if I'm being honest, that's how I want to be showing up. So getting curious about that with non-judgment allowing yourself to just be like, hmm, that's interesting. Maybe there's something here. It doesn't mean anything about me that I have these feelings of jealousy or how come she gets to just da-da-da-da-da or like must be nice. Those kinds of like thoughts and and feelings of of jealousy or envy can be really informative. And you the the trick of this, the I guess the kind of like flip side of this is once you gather this information, when you're asking yourself these questions, if anything is being stirred in you as you're listening to this, it's like, it is up to you to follow that. It is up to you to, okay, well, now I know this and I can't not know what now I know. So what do I need to do? Do I need to allow myself to want this thing? Do I need to play around with what it would feel like, what it would mean, what it would look like, what it would smell like at the five senses involved for me to have this thing. And I have a couple more prompts for you. But before we dive into those last few prompts, you have to let yourself want the thing fully, let the desire reveal itself to you fully before pushing it down because it's impractical or unrealistic or improbable. You have to first let yourself play in a realm of infinite possibilities where like anything you want is possible, which I believe it is, before you let your logic brain come online. And this can be hard, but like you have to suspend your commitment and grip on the reality that you have known up until this point. You have to suspend that in order to create something that is different from the life you're currently living. And part of that process is saying, okay, maybe this is impractical or um, improbable given the evidence that I have in front of me right now at this moment. But what if that wasn't the case? And then you allow yourself to look for evidence that actually like this is totally possible. But the first piece of that is suspending that disbelief 
and not letting your inner voice of reason chime in before you've actually had the chance to like let the full truth of the desire or the inkling or the nudge or the hmm what if this what if that come through okay so number six I think (laughs) if I knew I could not fail this is a great journal prompt this is a great question this actually comes from a post that I shared a couple weeks ago If I knew I could not fail, if no one would be mad at me, if everything was guaranteed to work out in my favor, what would I want? What would I do? And again, let yourself dream. Let yourself dream bigger. Let yourself explore. And then number seven, if I'm being truly honest with myself, what I really want is, or you can kind of get a little bit more specific with this, what I really want when it comes to my business is... And then you can kind of riff on that and see what comes up. Because I think a lot of times in this last prompt is going to kind of serve the same purpose. A lot of times it's because we're afraid to want it. Like we don't even allow ourselves to want the thing because we're already trying to protect ourselves from wanting it and not getting it from that disappointment, from that letdown. And it's like, what if you can handle the letdown? What if you could handle the disappointment? What if you've been heartbroken before from not getting something you want and you were fine? Like, also, what if it all works out? That question, what if it all works out, is truly at the heart of Shoot Your Shot and of what we're talking about here. So the last prompt that I will leave you with is very similar. I'm afraid to admit what I really want because, or I'm afraid to admit that I really want blank because because a lot of times that will get us there because we're talking about the fear that we feel because if we're talking about a desire that we haven't fully realized or that we haven't you know gotten clear on because there's some part of you that's afraid of what's going to happen if you have it or because there's some part of you that's afraid of wanting that thing and not getting it then start with that fear actually i'm afraid of admitting to myself that i really really want to be making twelve thousand dollars a month because i don't think i'm capable of creating that And I don't want to want that really, really badly and then not get it. I'm here to tell you that your desires chose you for a reason. Your desires landed in your heart, in your consciousness, on your mind. They just wandered into your intuition because they are a living, breathing, energetic entity that chose you, you and your human form, you and your soul to carry that desire out. And I truly, truly believe that what is for you will not miss you and that it is always, always this or something better. So when we are brave enough to allow ourselves to want, we become open to all that wants to flow through us that can't if we won't even admit that we want that thing. And on a practical level, this could be a dream client who's thought about reaching out about working with you but you've never admitted that you want to work with that kind of brand, or you've never admitted that you want to work with someone in that kind of capacity. But the moment you say, hey, actually make your post on your feed, make a story on your Instagram story. I've been really feeling into doing this kind of work with this kind of client. Like actually it would be so fun to do a collaboration with blah, 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 blah. And then that person is like, oh, well, she's actually open for business with this. So let me shoot my shot. And then you become the person that someone else shoots their shot with. Do you see how this is just this yummy cycle of like desires and actions and passion and love and letting yourself want what you want, what you want, and other people being then granted the permission to want what they want. It's a beautiful cycle. It's a beautiful cycle. (sighs) 
all right, my baddies, that's where I'm leaving you today. That's it. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you took notes. I would love, love, love to know how this episode landed for you. If it sparked something in you, please, please send me a message on Instagram at Audrey Whalen Creative. Let me know what came up for you with this. Let me know which prompt or which kind of idea or tip stuck out to you the most and share with me what comes up. I would love to support you and hold your vision with you. And if Shoot Your Shot is the container for you to do that, to be held, to be supported, to be hyped up, to be cheered on, to be led back to your own intuition, then I would just be absolutely delighted to hold space for you and to support you over these five weeks. And then I'm also accepting one-on-one clients. So if you know that you want me on your team, helping you co-create your vision, I would love to be that gal. And uh, one-on-one coaching clients always receive access to any programs, courses, I offers I create during our work together. So if you sign on with one-on-one coaching with me this month, you will get access to Shoot Your Shot, which begins on Thursday, June 29th, as well as my other two group programs that I'm launching later this summer. Okay. I love you all so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I can't wait to chat with you in next week's episode. Bye, y'all.